Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting-edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Why do so many businesses struggle while others seem to explode overnight? Do you wish you had the secret to this type of exponential growth? Now, I've scaled more than 20 businesses to over $100 million, and it's not just luck. In my new book with Mark Tim, Mentor to Millions, you'll learn the repeatable framework I use in all my business ventures for massive success. Order at KevinMentor.com and get over $1,000 in bonuses. Head to KevinMentor.com. Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast. This is your co-host, Seth Green. Today, I have the good fortune to be joined by Adam Moody of Oasis Optimization. Adam now works with clients selling products in the $10 to $1,000 range to implement sales funnels and email marketing to generate a large ROI and long-term partnerships. Adam, thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, thanks, Seth. Happy to, uh, happy to be here. Awesome. Now, let's go back in time a little bit because you weren't always a digital marketing guru. I believe you started out in the Marine Corps. Is that correct? Thank you for your <laughs> service. Yeah, no, thank you. Well, yeah, way back when now it's uh, been quite a while, but yeah, I got started uh, at a high school doing that. Uh, that was a step of finding out what I want to do, but just as importantly, what I didn't want to do. So got some good uh, discipline, some good productivity out of that, but then uh, went on from there to go back to school and ended up actually being an engineer with a physics background. All right. So engineer with a physics background, how does that turn into online marketing? Definitely. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I was working again and this comes up, I think a lot for me is looking backwards and saying, I found out things that I didn't want to do, but that turned out to be just as important as what I do want to do. So I was working as an engineer. I was, you know, that was going okay. But to be honest, the, the people I was around and the company specifically I was working for was not the greatest, uh, to put it lightly. And I realized that, you know, man, this is where I spend a lot of my time. I'm around these people that, um, you know, are not kind of moving in the direction of where I want to be. And if I don't do something about that, then that's just the way it's going to be. So I started looking around and it was at that point of just saying like, man, you know, people build websites. This is somehow done out there. So why don't I just give this a shot? So I started tinkering around. Uh, that got me into SEO, uh, learning about that in my free time, and then got involved online in a forum, met a group of people. And a year and a half later, we started kind of a small just training business for ourselves. The people uh, we talked to were uh, telling us, you know, maybe you guys should, should sell this information. I said, okay, well, that's a good sign. So we started doing that. And uh, anyways, long story short, now I've got uh, partners kind of across the world. We've been in business and profitable for six, just over six years now. Wow. Congratulations. Um, So you've made it past the five-year mark and you're profitable, two huge hurdles. Um, Tell us a little bit about kind of how you arrived at your area of specialization now. Definitely. Yeah. So, you know, during all of that, uh, we all came in with our, our different background and all of us had a little bit of this, this SEO knowledge, but me coming with kind of the engineering background and, and getting involved in the processes and how, you know, things operate and how they should operate or how they could go smoother. 
you know, for lack of a better <laughs> way to describe it, I got stuck with that as saying, well, I'm good at that. Uh, what else can I apply this to? And, you know, we were teaching or we were training, but we didn't have sales funnels. There was no, you know, hey, we're going to set up a funnel. This is how the flow is going to work. We thought, boy, we should send emails. But I was coming from an engineering background and, you know, I didn't have a lot of experience, but I started looking into this saying, okay, how can we develop some sort of a process behind this? It doesn't have to, we didn't have to reinvent the wheel. It doesn't have to be ground breaking but let's put this together. So we have some processes. If we want to launch a product, we're going to need some sort of a funnel. Maybe we want an upsell. We want some email marketing behind it. We want to help build the hype. So started doing that, uh, you know, learning the hard way with our own business and then started uh, doing it a little bit better each time. And that's kind of where we're at. Wow. Well, congratulations on where you've gotten to. Can you tell us a little bit about, uh, I mean, we briefly touched on it, um, the type of work you're doing now, the type of clients that you're serving, and then how that's kind of going. Yeah, definitely. So like I said, I'd started doing this for my own business, uh, now part owner of a couple businesses. Uh, we're mainly looking at the sales funnels, looking at email marketing, and then lately over the past couple of years, moving more as well into the e-commerce side. So part owner of an e two e-commerce businesses, and then working with clients. And since I have my own businesses, um, I wouldn't call it a small agency, but I take on just a handful of clients at a time. And I'm really working with people that I enjoy working with and that I want to spend my time around. And this kind of goes back to talking about my job as an engineer. And that was so important for me to realize, you know, this is great. You can earn money in all these different ways. You could be an engineer, you could build sales funnels, you can do email marketing. But if at the end of the day, you hate your life and you don't like the people you're around, then what, you know, how much is that worth to you? And so for me, I enjoy working with people. Uh, I still want to have my own businesses. I want that freedom, but I want to work with people who are doing interesting things and doing it in a way that I like. So all that to say, yeah, helping people with things like uh, implementing their email marketing for an e-commerce business. It, it was surprising to me to find out that there's some people who have some great products, who have some really cool things going on, but they may have like one abandoned card email and that's their email marketing or they don't keep in touch with their customers. And, you know, the people want to hear from them, but they just never email them. And I talk to them and they just say, I'm busy, or I don't know what to say. Um, you know, I don't know what to write about. I'm awkward. And so working with them and, you know, overcoming that and doing the heavy lifting for them so that, you know, they can start communicating with their clients more regularly and ultimately profiting from that, but also you're building that relationship. So for me, it's a win-win getting to help them. And then they see the immediate bump to the revenue of 20, 25, percent, sometimes more. That's awesome. And we're not making any income claims on this podcast and past <laughs> performance, no guarantee of future success. Insert standard legal disclaimers here. Can you give us an example? And if you need to withhold their identity for confidentiality purposes, that's fine. And just type the type of business. Can you talk about uh, a recent client and the kind of where they were when they came to you and then like the magical transformation you've been able to engineer for that? Yeah, definitely. Um, let me actually pull one up. I'm looking in right now. I provide, uh, there's a lot of great services out there. I'm not telling anyone to use this. I prefer Klaviyo just for people who maybe are listening and have their own businesses or their own e-commerce stores. Um, that is what I use. So one has been great. So this has been a fun one. Uh, email list of about 1500 people. So not a large email list by any means. Uh, business does anywhere from 50 to $80,000 a month. And putting into place uh, and improving just their abandoned cart email in the last 30 days, that brought in $4,000 of revenue at about $30 a subscriber. So that is not typical. You could definitely yes. insert your claim there. But seeing that, these are the types of results that can happen. And then 
another one that people may not implement, but something someone could just go and Google and look up and probably do this themselves is the browse abandonment. So people that are known to your system, your email marketing system, who are just coming in and maybe looking at that product, you can follow up with them automatically. And that one for this business um, before was something that was never being done in the last 30 days. That's brought in, looks like about $1,500 of revenue. And this is all automated, right? So it's set up once and it runs in the background. So the businesses just keep getting those benefits. That is awesome. Those are great results. What type of business was that? That is a kind of a hybrid. Uh, it's e-commerce, but a done-for-you services type of business. Okay, so, all right. Do you have an example of, let's say, another e-commerce that was like selling a physical product? Oh, definitely. Well, I've got one and I like this one. I can't uh, say who it is, but it sold, I'll just say men's uh, grooming products. And so they came to me and they said specifically the abandoned cart. They said, you know, we'll see what we can do. Uh, maybe down the road, but we know we can do better with our abandoned cart email. If you just take a look at it, tell us if you think, you know, you could do something. So I took a look and said, sure, I can see several areas. Um, you know, they weren't split testing. They just had a couple simple emails set up. It wasn't really talking to their customer base. So went in there and that turned into a 483% improvement in revenue on their abandoned cart series. And this isn't, you know, a $10 million business. This wasn't some huge thing, but for them, that was a great improvement because it went from, them, you know, wondering what's going on, why is it not making them any money to, okay, now they're measurable, they're having a measurable amount of money come in, even from people traditionally who wouldn't buy because we were able to talk a little bit better to their customers, to their demographic, and if not just recover that cart, involve them in future emails and get them to buy something else. Awesome. Those are great results. What do you like best about what you do? I like it because uh, a lot of things... <laughs> I see, I love emails myself and it's fun to think that emails don't have to suck for lack of a better term, that you know it can be fun and it doesn't, again, you don't have to reinvent the wheel, but it's a great way uh, to keep in touch with people and to have a little bit of fun. I know I see it occasionally, I think maybe it's every month or two, you see an article about email is dead and e email doesn't work or email this or that. Email is here, it's not going anywhere in the short term. And for me, it's been a really fun way uh, to not only drive revenues, but to kind of create and build that bond between brands and their customers. Awesome. That makes a lot of sense. What do you think are some of the biggest mistakes business owners and entrepreneurs are making when it comes to their marketing in this way? Uh, definitely. The first and biggest one would be not using it. Again and again, I see that. For, uh, there's a wide variety of reasons. Usually business owner is either too busy or they're afraid sending the wrong thing. And so that stops them from getting started in the first place. So if I could offer any advice to anyone who's listening to this that has a business or is thinking about sending emails is go ahead and send it because you need that feedback. It's never going to be perfect. It's like anything in your business, you're going to iterate and get better and better. So I think that that would be the one uh, that I would say. And then secondly, if you're going to do this yourself, don't let the blank page scare you. Separate this into two, two areas. If you're the person doing the writing, uh, just write. And then schedule some time to come back and edit and then schedule and do all of that. Last but not least, I would say hire somebody to do the heavy lifting for you. If it's not somebody like me, where it's, you know, kind of A to Z, going to take care of the writing, going to take care of the templates, going to take care of the automation. Just get someone like a VA to help you uh, do the parts that are repetitive and, you know, maybe the scheduling, the emails, all of that, and leave the creative work either to yourself or someone on your team. Um, because I think that's also part of it. And I certainly understand it that, 
no one wakes up and says, oh man, I can't wait to hop into my email system and spend 15 minutes clicking a bunch of buttons and scheduling all this stuff. That is an excellent point. Uh, that is awesome. For our folks who are watching or listening and want to learn more about what you do and how you can help them, where is the best place for them to go? Uh, definitely. I would head over to oasisoptimization.com slash YouTube. Uh, you can check out the YouTube channel for more info. Um, I do put out a few videos a month about what I do and how either you can do it yourself or get someone to do it for you. As well, if you want to talk emails or funnels, uh, just let's connect. Head over to oasisoptimization.com slash connect. Happy to uh, hop on a call and see if potentially I can help you out. Awesome. We greatly appreciate that. Um, what else do you want to share that I didn't think to ask you? That is a very good question. I am going to think about this for one second. Take your time. Going to also look over at my bookshelf. Mm. Thank you. That prompts an excellent question. I know you're a voracious reader. What are three of your favorite books of all time? Oh, man, that's tough. I can certainly start with one. The first one would be Ray Dalio, uh, The Investor Principles. That book has been uh, very important for me as well for considering my own principles, both in business and life. Let's also go, I'm going to go off the beaten path and not a business one. Uh, I'm going to go with some fiction here. The Baroque Cycle by Neil Stevenson. And that, that, that's one we haven't heard before. Yeah, that's a great one. If you've got time for three 1,000 page books. And oh my God. <laughs> that's a good one. And then let's go with Profit First. Yep. By Mike McCallowitz. Yep. Awesome book. He's been on the show as well. Those are great books. Did you come up with an answer to anything else you want to share? Yeah. You know what? I'm going to uh, add on to the email stuff real quick, Seth, and just say that, uh, again, for the person who's the business owner out there or maybe helping a business owner, but either hasn't dealt with or is a little afraid of the word automation, automation is your friend, especially in areas like e-commerce where you're going to have high volumes. You have got to have automation in place to deal with things like abandoned cart. And don't think of it in like the, uh, that it's a dirty thing that you're bad if you do this. Um, I talked to the uh, founder of uh, Bonjoro, which is a video tool. So Matt told me this, you know, he said, uh, automate the process, not the relationship. And that's how I see mm. some of this. And I, I really, that struck home with me. And so that's why I'm, I'm using it now here. And when I talk to other people about email and automation. That's a great example. Uh, follow the laws of human intimacy, right? You don't ask to get married on the first date. There's yep. a step-by-step warm-up process, indoctrination, um, I love that you're using it in email marketing as well. Uh, we greatly appreciate your time. We know it's incredibly valuable. This has been Seth Green for Sharkpreneur with Adam Moody of OasisOptimization.com. Adam, thanks for being here. Thank you, Seth. Thanks everybody for watching or listening and we'll talk or we'll see you next time. Do you need money to fund your idea, product or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet, and it's yours for free. Just text PITCH to him right now at 727-888-2100. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free perfect pitch cheat sheet. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. 
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.